This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today's show is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity shot. Visit magicmind.co slash WATP and use the updated promo code WATP for 20% off your one-time purchase and 50% off a purchase when you stack it with a subscription discount on the site magicmind.co slash W-A-T-P. I think I'll stick around. Buckle up, people. Yeah. Episode 4. 64. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. <laughs> are you a boner guy? Cuz... Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo, Slapperoonie. It's showtime. WATP. WATP. Hello, everybody. It's Cuzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show mowing down MCs like a mowing the lawn. I'm your host, Carl. With me today. A man who told me before the show, he doesn't like any of you. From the POS Podcast and at Pat Oates' YouTube channel, it's Pat Oates. What's up, buddy? I like them now. Oh, well, no, I'm not with the camera's on. Sure. I understand. <laughs> yes, <obviously>. of course. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. We just scheduled Blind Mike and I will be doing a crossover show on Monday afternoon. We are going to start looking at Julia Fox's book, Down the Drain. We got the audio book, so we'll start checking in on that. That'll probably become a regular segment. Also, when you get on Patreon Supercast and our YouTube channel, you can watch the show live. We're on a special day, Friday afternoon, and there are people here watching us do this live right now. You could be one of them. Also, we encourage our listeners, go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts, and then show over in the comment section today. We'll be reviewing a show called The Big Fat Gay Podcast. This was a suggestion from Adam Thoreau. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. It's a show hosted by Dan, Trevor, Michael, and Don. And I'm going to start off because I think it's important to put this into context of looking at the hosts of this show. So from their website about page, you have Dan Oliverio. And Dan Oliverio is a chaser a chubby chaser, hmm. and the chub that he's chasing is Trevor Kizan, mm-hmm. who's also on the show. Now you see what uh, what those two guys look like based on their website. But what if we found a photo from Instagram that gave us a better understanding of what we're dealing with here? Wow. 
Oh, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I mean, this is not just a... <laughs> I thought that was a bounce house. <laughs> it's not just an obese man. This is a morbidly <laughs> wow, obese man. Wow, wow, wee wow. Dude, Pat. this changes everything I listen to. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Pat, where do you... Where do you put the uh, over-under on this gentleman's weight in this photo? It's 500 at least, right? <laughs> it might be. It might be um, a Phil Elmore and a half. That oh is a big oh, no, man. That's double, that's double Elmore. That's a wow. full Elmore. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> double Elmore. Full-size Elmore. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we have um, Michael Willer, who's a chaser, another chubby chaser. Seems like a normal-sized human. Oh, did I mention these two are a couple? Oh. Trevor and, uh, yeah, and Dan are a couple. Sure. And then we got Michael, who's just a normal-looking guy. And then we have Donald Marshall. And if you want to see the whole gang and not the photos they chose for their website, it would look a little something like this. <laughs> just the six of them. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So now that we have that in perspective, this podcast really lived up to the name the big fat gay podcast it's got everything it's got it all (laughs) it didn't leave anything out from the description of the show so i'm going to start off adam thoreau who suggested this show put together uh, a little package for me from an episode that we didn't listen to but i think you'll understand exactly what they're talking about because the episode we did listen to is very similar to this it seems like this is a big fat gay guy asking another big fat gay guy where he avoids going because of his size. What are some places that you avoid going because you're concerned about them being able to accommodate you? And here was his answer. Please hold your questions till the end. Salons slash spas, small airports with public... Go slow, go slow. I want to read the whole list first. Booth-infested restaurants, amusement parks, seasonal attractions, Halloween, Christmas events, public restrooms, medical facilities, especially cosmetic heavy ones, government offices, (laughs) zoos, friends' houses, etc. Friends' houses? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's valid. I yeah. get that. I get I've it. had more than a few friends who are like, there is no chair in their house that I feel safe on. So basically, like, where are you uncomfortable in your body? Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it was the, the answer zoo. <laughs> I know the zoo. And how the fuck did that get worked in? Why there? narrow it down to friends' houses? Does he just surprise uh, strangers? <laughs> they get to do a whole conversation about friends' houses and they're worried they're going to break something. I have a clip on that. Later, well, it's a valid fear. I well, mean. listen, if you own a, a ranch, it's fine, but if there's a second floor, <laughs> all bets are off. <laughs> How does he get in their house? <laughs> That's a good question, too. Yeah, <laughs> you have a sliding glass front door, hopefully, or or just Kool Aid man style. Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, you want to you come upstairs with me? I want to show you something. Yeah, I'll just wait for the elevator. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't. Have an elevator. Uh, all right. Well, never mind. We'll hang out you down got, here. You got a crane, right? <laughs> a crane. <laughs> Some kind of pulley system. <laughs> so someone in the uh, chat over here, drunk engineer, was uh, asking if maybe the gym is a place that they find uncomfortable. <laughs> and that actually leads into the next clip here. One of the places that I've been afraid to go to recently is, and I, I, I don't think it's unique to fat people, but it is one that I've definitely had my entire life, is just... Places where I public nudity, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. I'm expected to be naked in front of the world. Do you mean naked or just shirt sure. off? I mean naked. All right. Right. How many places are those? Uh, naked uh, public beaches, uh, Korean spas, oh. um, mm. a lot of health clubs. A lot. 
<laughs> a lot of health clubs. Like, I'd go to the gym, but man, you got to get in the locker room. It's a whole thing. No one's going to see his genitals. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Korean spot. Oh, Mr. This is too much. It's too much. <laughs> You've been here for an hour. <laughs> you fat pig. You go now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a weird list. Because even his buddy is just like, what do you mean places you have to be naked? What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> kind of society are we living in? It's like, you but know, he the- can be naked and be covered because his gut's going to cover his dick. Right. That's the thing. Like when I watch my 600 pound life and they always have to have those humiliating shots of them taking showers and stuff like that. They barely have to blur nudity. It's amazing. You can just see a naked guy and and it's fine. I mean, it's not fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. (laughs) It's so great. God damn it. 212. I'm the worst. (laughs) All right. There's rumors about you and Kevin Brennan now. Watch out. (laughs) So. Las Vegas is also a fat, unfriendly place. And one or two of these guys live in Vegas. So let's find out why that is. Because when I think of Vegas, I think big. Everything is big, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't imagine it's hard to navigate a place like Vegas. And so many buffets. Yeah, right. There's food everywhere. Uh He is not welcome. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. no, All he can eat. Not all you can eat. All he can eat. Like Las Vegas of all places surprised me as being fat unfriendly in that like I could what? find seats. No, I could find you seats find and everything. Seats. Yeah. That wasn't an issue. But like the distance across some of these yeah. uh, casinos. Sure, but to get from here to there, there's very little option. Okay, so that's a good yeah. example. So it's fat unfriendly because it's a large room. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mind taking up three slot machines, but <laughs> yeah. just don't ask him to go to a different one. <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> it's also messed up that he's calling himself fat. It's a different word. It's you know a, what yeah. I mean? Like fat people, you're 300 pounds. It's tough, but that's a whole different spectrum of human. Right. As soon as your flight costs you twice as much as everyone else, you're in a different category. <laughs> I would say. Infinite fat. Infinite fat's a good word for it. There's actually a number of words for it that we've <laughs> used on this show over the years. <laughs> So I just thought that was hilarious because they're complaining about their friends' houses because they might be too small. But then the casino's too big. They have to walk all the way across. Don't they give them those little scooter things at casinos? Come on. I mean, I don't want to embarrass himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just you wearing You see the scooter. It'd just be a wheel out of his ass like a Healy. <laughs> <laughs> he's more machine now than man. He's still attached to him. <laughs> All right, so then they're talking about when they get a room in Vegas and they have rooms for handicapped people. And this is based on the Americans with Disability Act, where the hotels have to provide this. And they, for some reason, complain about these rooms. Fat and disabled are not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because usually we just need, you know, we need, like if we get an ADA and an accessible room, it has a lot of accommodations and... Not only do we not need all of those accommodations, but some of them are actually in the way. Like we we don't need a closet with a, a, a four a three foot high uh, a closet rack. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need a doorbell that makes all the lights go on and off. So they're mad at deaf people and short people. They're like, why are they fucking accommodating these assholes? I've been eating nothing but fat all my entire life, and I need things for me too. And I need more space. <laughs> okay. I don't know why that's uh, something you would complain about. Yeah, I wouldn't start that. Why is he traveling? I would never leave my home. I'd be like Walter Hudson. They'd have to rip the wall down and get me out. Right. 
<laughs> that is an odd thing because everything's uncomfortable. Everything you do is yeah. uncomfortable. But they want the world to change for them. We'll get into that. These are people, and this is what's so annoying about this. If this guy was like, I, I let it get away from me. <laughs> I, I need to change. <laughs> That'd be one thing. I'd be like, all right, it sucks, I, but I get it. But this guy is literally like, no, 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 no. This is my body. This is my ideal weight. Yeah. And everyone should cater to me. Deal with it. Yeah, it's like, no. It's the chaser's fault. If nobody's yes. fucking that guy, he'll lose weight. But he's getting ass. Yeah, and that's a weird thing, too, because... <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole idea that you have these chubby chasers and there's actually a website for it that we're going to get into called bigger city it's a dating site for chubby chasers <laughs> for chubs and the chasers it's fucking not bigger city it's bigger city but swipe is, your hoof right or left <laughs> <laughs> but what these guys don't seem to realize is that this is a fetish and the the fetish is fine i don't care if you have a fetish or whatever you're into but you shouldn't justify someone's gross existence because of your sexual fetish. And that's what this is turning into. It's like, well, this guy with a weird fetish wants to fuck me, so I should be 500 pounds. It's, Wrong. Yeah. Seems like more of a contest than a fetish. <laughs> and there are no winners. There are no winners in this contest. Who throws up first? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to eat that again? <laughs> All right, so this is this is a fun fear that they have in hotels. My greatest fear, the toilet getting ripped off the wall, right? Me on it. So there are toilets that aren't mounted on the ground. Yeah. They are just yeah. stuck They're mounted into the wall, to the wall. And, with a gap underneath. And why you would do that is so you can clean underneath. You never have to clean behind the toilet. Yeah. It's just one smooth surface of floor. Mm. There was a moment recently where I... <laughs> I was in, it was a public restroom with a wall-mounted toilet, and there was, like, an audible groan oh, no. when I sat on it. And I, but it was also, you know, the handicapped soul. So I was kind of, like, bracing myself. Yeah, that sounds that they use. God, like, Trevor, the that's a nightmare. It's like, I'm so sorry. Could you imagine you sit down in the toilet to take a shit? The toilet breaks. The next thing you know, you're, it's like you're sleeping next to John Melendez. You're covered in shit. You're oh. on the floor in the bathroom. It wasn't shit, it was blood. <laughs> Why everyone blew up? It wasn't embarrassing. I wasn't embarrassing myself. No, no it happens to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, John literally said, we got point down, we'll point today, we'll talk about it. No centering John on today's show. Don't worry, we're not, okay. we're not doing a John segment. But uh, he literally said that it was hereditary, his hemorrhoids. Oh. And he, he throws everyone under the bus. My mom has them, my sister, my brother. It's like, I'm pretty sure they don't want you talking about this. Yeah. Guy. Just because you're not embarrassed. And you should be. Yeah. I don't know if anyone in my family has hemorrhoids. We don't have that kind of conversation. Right, right. Good point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see the preparation H in the drawer when I go over for, uh, you know, food or something. I just don't say anything. I just don't bring it up. Yeah. You know, it's not a point of conversation. Know. Let's talk about bicycles. Because bicycles can be tough to uh, to ride. <laughs> right? Like, I would love to take a bicycle ride. I don't trust the idea of sitting on a bicycle seat because they look very small. And I have a lot of weight pressing down on True. Them. Although, you know, one of the things we do is Trevor and I travel with a, uh, uh, a portable shower wand. But it's basically, <laughs> I guess, just a cheaper version of what we have at home. Yeah. So when you get a... Um, a handheld shower in almost any hotel, it has this daisy head, which is mat, which is big. And one of the things you want to do if you're, if you're really fat is you want to be able to get the wand 
in your folds because because you'll have to lift the fold to put a big sunflower there is not exactly convenient. So we we travel with that, and I'm I think there should be a way that you could travel with. I'm mean, hate saying this a bicycle seat. <laughs> <laughs> They would, they're going to bring their own bicycle seats. Of course, they would bring a banana seat, but they'd probably eat it. <laughs> their own. It's not for both of them. <laughs> right. Trevor not. doesn't need a wand. He doesn't need a seat. <laughs> I would like to watch him ride a bike, though. Oh, God, that'd be hilarious. I'd like to watch him wash the flaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> I, mean, I, I appreciate he's putting in the effort. Yeah, That's I mean, impressive. it's better than not washing. All right, so... What is the solution? Car wash. Because they're talking. Nope. Nope. Because they're talking about all these fat, unfriendly places. We got to get a solution to this. Um, What is it that we're talking about? Places that we would like to go and uh, are apprehensive about going or maybe even can't go um, as as fat people. And what does that feel like? And how how do you tackle those challenges if if we can? Um, Dan's already been talking about some. Yeah. And I'm not even sure what the solution is. Lose weight. He doesn't know. know what the solution is. <laughs> it seems pretty obvious. No, not that one. <laughs> I don't even know what the solution is. Stop feeding him, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that must cost a fortune too. Oh God, I can. Only oh my imagine. God, I can only imagine. All right, it's glandular. He doesn't eat. <laughs> oh wow! There's a guy that used to be friends with my wife. He's actually pretty well known. I think he was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I know. Pretty well known around here, especially. Yeah. And we had uh, we used to have these New Year's Day parties over at my wife's old house. And I watched this guy sit and eat every cookie that was on the table for a five hours straight. Didn't get up to use the bathroom. Didn't do anything but eat cookies the entire fucking time. This is not, you know, and then they could play it just like, well, I'm big boned. <laughs> <laughs> like, Carl, come over here. I'm busy. I'm watching this. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I really was just fascinated by the whole thing. It was something else. No, wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> That's a macadamia nut. Ooh. How's he going to pass that? My David Attenborough impression. Uh, you see him in his natural habitat. His natural habitat. What's, what's the guy's name? I, I, I think it's David Attenborough. Attenborough. Sir David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah you got sorry. it. <laughs> uh, no, the 600 pound man. <laughs> As the behemoth reaches for another cookie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Donald is talking about this theater he went to. Now, we're, we're, we're going to the episode that Pat and I checked out. He goes to this theater and he recommends that you guys got to go to this theater. It's so amazing. This movie theater. And of course, Trevor, the giant man, has a question for him about it. You step into the space. The entire theater is this 1930s art deco take on Dante's Inferno all the way through. <laughs> oh, wow. It's amazing. It's beautiful. How is the seating? And, uh, How is the seating? Because he's thinking 1930s. Not a lot of morbidly obese people back in the 1930s. It's kind of a, a new phenomenon if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You ever look at those old photos? Like I have a, a photo on the wall over there where it's all these people lined up for a Cubs game in 1945 for the World Series. Yeah, the fattest person is under 200. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. There, there are no fat people back then. It's, it's incredible how that works. You couldn't even walk in the tunnel to Wrigley Field. Right, right. Yeah, they wouldn't let you in. It's like it's a baseball stadium. I can't get in. You're like, no, 
You don't fit. <laughs> doesn't work. All right. So we were talking about how when you go to friends' houses, it can be very uncomfortable mm-hmm. when you are a land whale. And so they want their uh, their listeners to write in. As we mentioned last week, uh, send us your fat-friendly home tips. Or even just like if you don't have a tip but you have something you run into yeah. at a particular friend or family member's house, mm-hmm. um, we can come together and figure that out. That, so, that includes things that you want to do around your house to make your own living better or things you wish your friends might do when you're visiting their home yeah. or things that really don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and noting like what might make you think, oh, I've been to that friend's house and yeah, that doesn't – that's – a scary subject going to the bathroom, I think, is probably a pretty common one. Yeah. That's We've all had true. that wonderful friend we, whose company we enjoy and whose house we're terrified of breaking. So they're terrified oh of God. breaking their friend's house. See, this is where shame should exist in your life. That should be something that you're shameful about and you make changes based on that shame. Or writing a letter to say, hi, I'm fat and I have tips. That's also shame. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I picture Dan like, hey, Trevor, check out the trophy room. You're going to love it. Oh, there's China in here, too. Such <laughs> <laughs> a dick move. All right. So then they start talking about this article they see on The Sun. And um, the, the publication, not the... Oh. <laughs> That looks like me in the yellow shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a twin? (laughs) Here's a picture of a school bus. Here's other things, fatty. (laughs) Okay. So they're talking about this article where people are trolling this TikToker, Bethy Red, for what she's wearing. I mean, to be fair, the so these are the kind of like new They are booty pants. The the booty pants all up in there. When I turn, when I opened the article, I'll admit for a split second, I'm like, "Why is she doing squats naked?" Yeah, because they're uh, flesh colored and yeah, mm-hmm. or, or her flesh colored. But it was like literally half a second. But <laughs> she is not the first person in the world to wear, you know, ass hugging, flesh toned leggings. Like this is she didn't invent this by any means. Well, and she is strong, and she's doing the exercises correctly. Holy and, crap, mm. she's strong, Dan. Yeah. What's the yeah. exercise called when you're you're reclined and you have to thrust your pelvis upwards? Uh, hip thrust. Okay, so. I went to go check this out. Like, why are they talking about this woman? Apparently she has a TikTok thing where she just works out in the gym and you can watch her work out this, this Bethy red. So I found the exact video they're talking about. And I thought I would share that with you. Cause it's like, oh, people wear pants that are the, maybe the same tone as their skin all the time. I wouldn't think that'd be too big of a deal. Right. And then you see this. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh shit. So I'll just point out, uh, this is a very big girl who is doing these uh, pelvic thrusts that we heard all about, and it looks like she is bottomless. Producer Chris will not be getting a boner this weekend. <laughs> That's enough. We get the point. She can fuck a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> What's great about... This Bethy Red person. So it, it's someone who's overweight. On her TikTok page, it says, Welcome to my boring life, not a weight loss page. She wants to make that very clear. I know you see a gym and you're triggered. It's very traumatic. Don't <laughs> worry. No one here is trying to lose weight. That's not the point of any of this. But what happens, though, is when you watch these videos, the algorithm thinks, Oh, you're into fitness. 
uh, videos. So this is very scary for Trevor. Um, and but just a trigger warning for people who may click this link and watch the video. The video that loaded immediately afterwards, for my viewing at least, was a weight loss video. Of course. So it's in the sidebars. <laughs> it's everywhere. What a shock. Yeah. Um, just know that going in and maybe click away. You're, oh, my God. There's a weight loss video. Click away. Click away. <laughs> it's like a jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look. Jody B says thick talk. I like that. Nice. That's what they should put them. I don't see. I don't see any fat people on my TikTok. No, I don't either. I I just see girls with Tourette's who have giant tits. (laughs) TikTok knows my type. It's it's a very good algorithm. I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) algorithm. (laughs) Sounds amazing. Okay, so uh, more on this Bethy Red article they're talking about this video. Part of her part of her brand is this is not for weight loss. This is yeah. exercise. This is for whatever you use exercise for, but not weight loss. Like yeah. that's not her goal. It's everything you would want in a, yeah. is fat fluencer a word? I love that the guy doesn't know what exercise is for. This is just exercise. I don't know what that does or why anyone would do it, but it's exercise. You guys familiar with this concept? Nope. <laughs> what the fuck? Whatever you use exercise for. <laughs> That's something else. All right. She might by mistake lose a pound though, so I she, she gotta might. watch out. She better be careful. <laughs> she was doing Whoops. like forty sky fucks. You could lose a lot of weight doing that. <laughs> Three reps of forty sky fucks. <laughs> careful there. Okay, so we know that gay marriage is not legal in this country, but they want to go beyond that. They want what they call fat liberation. Apparently, the fat people are being suppressed. In this country, probably the patriarchy is involved. I don't know. I haven't done a ton of research on this yet, but uh, let's find out how we can achieve that goal. What got us gay marriage was people coming out, people finally coming out and saying like, well, you know me and I'm gay. And I think what this does is like fat people showing up in ordinary or sometimes extraordinary, you know, uh, uh, circumstances like winning races. Mm -hmm. People don't expect that. And I, I think it's sort of normalizing the fatter body, which is exactly what we need to push forward uh, uh, fat liberation and things like that. That like, you know, it's we're not that fat people aren't relegated to, you know, hunger down eating ice cream in the middle of the night, which is where a <laughs> yeah. lot. No, that, that's that's sort of the environment that people picture fat people. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the environments. <laughs> yeah, right? it doesn't have to be in the kitchen. Yeah, it's not that far fetched, is it? There could be a they freezer need to in the be liberated. Yeah. <laughs> They're fat. Right. <laughs> the problem is you. It's not society. And if the whole liberation movement is they want bigger seats on an airplane, we're all for that. So I'll right. get behind that part of it. Sure. You can have your own plane. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and gay marriage is legal because attractive gays were getting married. We're like, that's fine. Those that's pictures fine. look good. Two fatties. <laughs> I don't care who they fuck. Just don't get married. <laughs> Fat marriage <laughs> illegal in Panos America. Not two of them. You can do I, I vote, I'm voting for you. Yeah, you I would vote my friend. like to subscribe to your newsletter, Pat. <laughs> now, you don't understand this. These guys have suffered a lot of oppression, and it's been a tough go for them. Like, when I was a teenager, I didn't have the option to leave sports. I don't know about you guys, but, like, to leave as a guy, like, you were expected. You are going to continue participating right. in this. You don't like that sport? You better go find another one because mm. you have to, you mm. know. I, I ended up playing volleyball for on the volleyball team for two years because I felt obligated and had to. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. 
there are a lot of people in my high school who didn't play sports. <laughs> a ton of them. It's not a. It's not like every guy has to be a, a pro athlete. It's not how that works. No, but you always the coach always found the fat fuck and tried to make him a pulling guard. Like yes. he always tried to get that one kid. If he was that big, you would. I don't understand how he plays volleyball. <laughs> I would have picked volleyball for him. Yeah. <laughs> Spike it! Come on! I set you up. Why aren't you spiking wearing, it? It's wearing the Brazilian shorts. Like no, please. <laughs> His seven centimeter vertical leap. Watch out. <laughs> So, yeah, I didn't understand that at all. Apparently, he was forced to play sports, didn't really explain who forced him or how that was pushed upon him. It was a health code. Like, they thought he was going to die. you got to sweat. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it probably was gym class because sometimes these people get these things confused. Yes. Because, uh. yes, you do have to go to gym class. That's not sports. <laughs> yeah. I had to play sports all through high school. I got sports third period. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And now... They decide to shit on the one thing that I enjoy doing, and I don't appreciate it when people come and fuck with my rights as an American. There is a big difference between the female experience just in Mm -hmm. life in general. And one thing that I see all the time is, you know, men uh, mocking the women playing the same sport that they play. Oh, yes. And that doesn't happen the other way around. Yeah. That's very much men looking at the women saying, look how inept you are. Look how slow you are. Look how terrible you look trying to do something you can't do well, well like, the whole the whole cliche of, of throwing like a girl running like a girl mm. yeah well, all of a sudden all these good jokes are coming yeah. these guys get it look how inept you are these guys have no idea how to rag on someone oh the commentators also suck <laughs> <laughs> and now we have female officials in the nfl don't even get me started on that well at least there's still a few cheerleaders left oh thank god All right, so let's get into the main topic of conversation. Now, we finally get to the heart of the matter, and what happened is, I brought it up earlier, Trevor updated his profile pic on Bigger City. Bigger City is defined by them as the premier dating site and community for gay chubs, chasers, and bears. (laughs) Chubs and chasers and bears. Chubs and chasers. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty scary. (laughs) Wait, but they're not chub or bear. They're so much bigger than a chub or a bear. Well, th- thank you. Because I, I know chubby chasers from my weird hetero straight world. And no one's talking about fucking a 600-year-old. <laughs> this guy's man girl. bear pig. <laughs> <laughs> He's half man, half bear, <laughs> and half pig. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, I know guys who are chubby chasers, but they'll they're like, oh yeah, she's one eighty. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like oh, she w- she would be hot if she dedicated herself for a summer. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's what we talk about when we're thinking chubby. Yeah, if she yeah. wasn't four eleven and she was five six, she'd be hot. You stretch right. her out a little bit. <laughs> right, <that's right>. all. <laughs> so th- this guy changed his profile pic, and this is the beginning of uh, his big issue that he wanted to bring to the show. Again, this is Trevor, the very big man. I've taken some saucy pictures lately that would be good profile pictures. Um, so I updated it and Gross. I got an influx of messages. Dipping saucy um, pictures. I will say we're <laughs> mostly positive to, you know, neutral. Um, but there was one that stuck out as like the like this is what's wrong with the community kind of thing. Um, okay, so this guy took some photos to attract the chasers out there. And uh, he posted a new profile pic and he started getting a bunch of messages. And there's one specifically he was taken aback by. 
and he wants to read it for us, okay? Be ready to be appalled on behalf of this poor fat I'm man. I'm clutching pearls right now. All right. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. This is the tale as old as time <laughs> kind of message. Um, wow. Would I love to get behind that big ass and ride it? And this was from a picture of a headless torso. Mm-hmm. And their profile is looking for Chet Bottom. Discreet, if you are not in California or visiting the area, do not contact me. Um, if I don't respond, you might not be a chub. Love a big, thick ass and big tits. Tired of chasers contacting me. I'm a straight-to-the-point type of person. Don't care for face pictures, nor do I share mine. That's not discreet. I only care to see ass pictures on here. Okay, so the guy's on a hookup site, and a guy wants to fuck him in the ass, and he's offended by that. Oh. Why is yeah. that? What's the problem here? I'm confused. It's like too much nudity in porn. Right. Yes. <laughs> no hookups. He wrote it in his bio. <laughs> so I, I, I can't imagine that this isn't the norm on a gay dating site. They're like, hey, if you want to hook up, I'll fuck you in the ass. You know, that you're my type. Whatever. Probably sends out that message a few dozen times a day and sees what happens. Right. Sure. And so one of the other guys on the panel, I think, kind of brings this up. And this I, is not a I unique, don't mean to, let, let me underscore, yes, this, this, is, this letter that Trevor got, I can attest, is absolutely a normal average letter to get. And that photo is always the photo on the other side yes. of that. Uh, that or, no photo, photo. or no photo whatsoever. Or no photo at all. Okay, right. So this is pretty normal and nothing that we should be alarmed by. But our boy is not going to let this go. He's very upset about it. But it, I it's, think it points it points out the complete disequilibrium between, you know, chasers feeling like they don't even have to try and they're entitled to get sex and that the chub is is somehow required to go through all these yeah. hoops to merit to deserve the attention I mean, of a completely ordinary guy. Well, yeah, you're the fat bitch in this scenario. What's the problem? Yeah. That's that's how that works. I'm the thing you want. And you don't work on yourself at all. You've made it so that you're the laziest piece of shit. You do whatever the fuck you want. And then you're like, oh, and this guy thinks he's better than me? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't go around breaking furniture. <laughs> right, yes. When he goes to a friend's house, he's not worried about breaking it. <laughs> yeah. What kind of bed do you need to fuck on? Oh, no bad. That's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. You need shocks and struts on that bed. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had a water bed. It wasn't. I don't know. That's me. It's Trevor. Didn't you recognize me? <laughs> From pictures of my asshole. You don't know me. <laughs> Maybe you'd recognize me if I did this. <laughs> but no, this this message where the guy's like, listen, I, I don't want to have a conversation. I'm not looking to get married. I just want to fuck in the ass. If you want to do that, let me know. This is so terrible. And and think yeah. about the tone of that that letter right right from the tone all the way through is you are inconsequential any desires you have in this situation doesn't matter to me don't ask me any questions don't ask me for any further information like i have given you the the, i've given you this and you're this is what you get you're done you know i'm like yeah well and there's how repulsive is it's even worse (laughs) absolutely and there's even don to, to, to underscore that there's even a part of the ad that says it's not that I'm in the closet. It's that you're not worth it. You're reading into it way too much. I'm so confused yeah. what the complaint is. I'm so confused about this either. Just ignore it and move on. You're going to get a oh, lot of messages from weirdos. There you go. 
on a it's like fucking he thinks he's on fatmatch.com, but he's not. He's on a hookup site, bigger titties or whatever. Like you, you're still trying to fuck. <laughs> I mean, if it's a, a site for gay chubs, chasers, and bears, I'm pretty sure it's not eHarmony. It's not the equivalent. Right. Yeah. Eat Harmony. <laughs> Eat Harmony. <laughs> All right. But no, I mean, this guy was being very rude. Can I just say, I think what you're both pointing to is I don't care what you're after. I don't care if you're after, you know, 20 minutes of fist fucking or riding off on the sunset together. There's no reason to be disrespectful, rude or condescending. Why? You don't even know this guy. Who cares? (laughs) I just I just don't know why he's so mean to me. Who gives a fuck? Imagine your fist getting dropped in the air. Oh, God. (laughs) You have to bite your arm off. (laughs) All right, what seems to be the problem here, boys? Well, Doctor, what started as just uh, a little fun. <laughs> How embarrassing is that? <laughs> Can you find out uh, what's in his ass? Yeah, it's your hand. Just oh, okay, that's what I thought. Imagine waiting in the waiting room. Like the, the x-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Get the x-ray back. Uh, okay. You should just be happy. If you're 500 pounds, if anyone's like, hey, man, I just want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You should be psyched. That was my thinking. So yeah. the other chubby guy on the show, Don, he's having a hard time on the dating scene because he's been going out with these guys from the dating sites and these guys, he won't believe this. These gay guys, they just want to fuck. I know it's so weird. (laughs) It's, it's very clear with some of the guys that have been going out with where they're like the personality inside my body is an obstacle that needs to be overcome in order to get at my body. And I've been oh. feeling at that no. a lot. Well, yeah. and that's that's what I'm yeah. saying. On the one hand, it's not personal. On the other hand, it's that's the problem. It's not personal. I didn't realize it was so complex like this. I just thought it was like easy to hook up and everyone was having a good time. It's like we go to a strip club and they're like, hey, eyes up here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know my real name? No. <laughs> no <laughs> never. <laughs> <laughs> I take her back in the uh, back room. Like, do you have any photos of your kids? I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got any books? <laughs> you mentioned you're going to school. What are you going for? Let's <laughs> yeah. that's that you're working so on. I can help you out. <laughs> so now Don is thinking that maybe he has an unattractive personality because he goes on these dates and these guys are just like, all right, whatever. Can we just fuck or what's going on? So. He tries to, like, put out an opportunity for the other guys to be like, no, come on, Doc, what are you talking about? And no one does that. If I didn't have so many strong platonic relationships in my life, I would be starting to have lots of complexes about feeling that I have an unattractive personality. You know, mm. that's that's the way I'm being treated by chasers. Like, I feel like people think that I'm an unattractive person because of my personality. Guys, guys. Anyone want to jump in and tell me I'm wrong about that? No, no one? Okay, no, it Seems like you're making a lot of progress here. <laughs> Damn it. I can't suck all the way around. <laughs> Wait, I'm fat and annoying? Yes. That's what we've been trying to tell you. All right. I just have uh, one more clip from here because we're still talking about Don. He's going, he's explaining these dates he's going out on where these guys are just staring at their phone. They seem disinterested. They're very rude. The one guy made him change where they were meeting to a place closer to his house because he couldn't be bothered with driving further to meet this guy. And then, so the question is, well, what are you doing on these dates? Are you going all the way? So I'm just curious. So you had two other dates. Was there sex on those dates? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the guy's like, yeah, I meet up with these guys. All they want to do is fuck. They're rude to me. Do you fuck them? Yeah, of course. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen then, retard? 
Yeah, in the comments, people are putting out, like, it puts out. <laughs> right, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five stars. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh, God. If that wasn't already a cringe of the week, we have... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And this one comes in from my buddy John Marlowe, who's checking out the Rock Bottom podcast with Ray DeVito. God damn it. <laughs> and, uh, he writes, I had no idea Ray DeVito could outcad his prior remarks to Tracy Jane about Leo DiCaprio. That's surprising because you're the opposite age of what he likes. But holy shit, did he ever top himself last night? And uh, he said even Tracy couldn't just laugh this one off. So this is Ray. He's smooth with the uh, the girls. You got to give him that. Time to work out the way I want to. What uh, what gym you go to in uh, or not? You don't got to say the name, but I go to Planet Fitness. Well, sorry, this is snooty, but my gym in my building is two floors. It's huge. Damn. We have, yeah, we have Roga. Wow, you should be in way better shape, dude. You look like fucking <laughs> out of shape as fuck, dude. You got a gym Holy right there. Shit. I'd be in the gym right now. Are you kidding me? I'd be doing one. Did you just tell me I look out of shape as fuck? Yeah, fuck it. I didn't know you had a two fucking story gym in your building. I I can't believe you just told me I look out of shape as fuck. I'm fucking with you. I'm I'm joking. (laughs) Good, good one. Girls love that. And you're ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Want to do another 45 minutes out of here? (laughs) Here's a second opinion. When less charismatic sling blade tells you you're ugly, you don't need that in your life. Uh, <laughs> and a stand-up has to say he's joking. I know. So it's so bad. Yeah, it's not. Pick up a pen. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is not great right there. <laughs> start writing an apology. All right. I know a- what he meant, though, but like the way he said it, that's the problem. He doesn't know how to talk. No. Right. Because he's like, holy shit, if I had a gym in my place, I'd be ripped. You say about yourself. You don't say, holy shit, you should look better. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. And then when she goes, wait, what did you just say? Like, no, I, I said you are out of shape and you look horrible. <laughs> yeah. And you probably stink. <laughs> yeah, like, no one's getting this joke, right? No, one, no one's picking up what you're putting down. It's not, it's not working for you. All right. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be back right after these words. I want to thank Magic Mind for sponsoring Who Are These Podcasts. They've been a longtime supporter and sponsor. They help bring Who Are These Podcasts to you. I wake up every morning with Magic Mind. It helps my brain function better. It's the world's first productivity shot. Clean energy with natural ingredients without excessive amounts of caffeine. No afternoon crashes. No jitters. And they have been generous enough 
to send samples to the whole crew here, producer Chris, trucker Andy, Lucy Tightbox. We've all been able to sample Magic Mind. I've been living on it for a while now, but I want to know what your guys' experience has been. Producer Chris, what do you think? Well, I do like productivity, and also I like shots, and so it works out nicely. And like you said, none of the jitters, none of that, uh, no crashing. I'm I'm tired to begin with. Yeah, I I don't need to get back there. I have a morning fog. I always Mm -hmm. have. And it always takes me a little while to get going. And it's not something where it's not like tequila. You don't drink and you go, oh, shit, well, I, that, I felt that. But you realize that after 30 minutes, an hour, you go, oh, well, I'm actually working at 100% right now. Yes. Yeah. Maybe 110%. I, I, don't, I don't know. And it actually, it works better the more you take it. You get on a routine. And it's, oh, it's a supplement. Okay. So as you take it every day, it your body starts to respond to it. And it does more and more for you yeah. as you go. The effects are evident. Yes. But it's also super convenient, Carl. It is. You're just, two sips and you're done. Yeah. It's not like coffee where you have to spoon it out and wait for it to brew. And then you drink it and you have to go to the bathroom. And it's like this whole ordeal. That's the fun part. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it's you, you, two, two sips and you're on your way to a productive day. Yeah, refrigerate it, too. It's it's better cold. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. Magic mind. It's not a pain in the ass. It's yeah. not a pain in the ass. Lucy, have you been uh, yeah. trying your magic mind? I've been really enjoying it. I really like that I can take it as a supplement to a day, but also that I do feel, feel it building upon itself day after day. I'm not getting those afternoon crashes. I've been using it in addition to one cup of coffee. So instead of doing my normal two to three cups of coffee, I've been doing one cup of coffee and then the magic mind. And it has been great. I've been feeling amazing. I have been more productive than ever with podcasts and the isotopes and yeah. all that stuff. You are been, busy lately. I noticed the dancing was more on point. It's true. <laughs> we got better final. because yeah. of Magic Mind. <laughs> Use the updated promo code WATP for 20% off a one-time purchase and 50% off a subscription when stacked with subscription discounts on the site magicmind.co slash WATP magicmind.co slash WATP, promo code WATP for your discount. Thank you, Magic Mind. And we're back. Someone sent me this fun reel on Instagram. The one thing that gives me the proud American spirit is shitting on company time. It's just taking a big fat shit while getting paid. You know what I'm saying? That shit fucking slaps, dog. This is the problem with America right here. (laughs) Pat, what's your take on shitting at work? I mean, if you have to, but I try not to. Right. But I've never thought about how it's keeping the man down. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> you should really try to evacuate your bowels before you go into work. That's my only point <laughs> I've been trying to make to people. If you have to, you have to. But it shouldn't be like, all right, I'll get into work. I'll have my coffee. I'll take a shit for 20 minutes. Like, you're at work. Get the fucking work, asshole. It's enough of sticking up the fucking place. What are you doing? I worked at a place where a guy would take his break. When his break was done, he would say, I have to go to the bathroom now and then shit for another 20 minutes after. He was like 400 pounds, so we just let him do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> we thought it was the food passing through, but like, he would get two breaks. Yeah, that is the break. Shitting is the break. Right. All right. Speaking of shitting. <laughs> Pat, I know you know Opie from the Opie and Anthony show. Yeah, of course. 
So Opie now all of a sudden has this new production value going into his video show. And this is a quick 40 second video. It is full of the coldest takes you've ever heard in your life. I can't believe that this is what they decided to put all of this time and effort into. Wait, who, who's they? Whoever is working with Opie, because <laughs> Opie couldn't have done this himself. Okay. Okay. So All you're right. gonna you're gonna see like animation and overlays and things that are going on here okay. right. that are way above and beyond anything Opie's ever done before, and it couldn't be a worse rant to do it to. Does anyone else remember the early days of banning smoking? You'd go to a restaurant and they'd go, "Smoking or not smoking," and I would be going, "Not smoking." You're in a booth like this with the thing right and the next booth is right there and someone's like Pff. Pff. I thought I uh, I thought I asked for uh, non-smoking yeah you're in the non-smoking yeah but they're literally blowing smoke on my my tuna tartare that's the smoking section dummy oh I'm sorry there's an imaginary wall that prevents the smoke from coming over on, onto my booth. Thanks. Jesus, are you going to burn that material off me? <laughs> you don't want to save that for your stand-up routine? <laughs> is it the worst take? He's talking about smoking sections? This is shit from the 80s and 90s we're talking about. Yeah. He's Every new, time new I have to work with a hack comic, that's a joke they really do. Oh. Like he literally almost did it word for word. You're like, it's that, and then the airport, and then my kid playing t-ball. That's the three subjects. <laughs> he just covered Christ. it there. Because the smoke doesn't oh that it's just a smoking section, it doesn't stay in that section. Yeah, no, we know, Alfie. Good one. Yeah. What a fucking reason. Let's focus hack. on that booth and how big it is. Why are you so tiny inside <laughs> that booth? Because <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you don't get it. So Opie started the brand new show. It's called Comedy Quick Hits. Oh, yeah. And what this show is, it's on its own feed. You got to subscribe to it. It's all of the stuff that Opie did after Opie and Anthony and after Opie and Jim that no one ever listened to and no one's ever heard. And he's pulling out these out of context, really quick conversations. And in Opie's mind, if there's laughter, it was funny. So once you hear laughing, oh, I got to pull that to be a clip for my new show. He doesn't set anything up. It just lets it play. I have to play this episode because there's only one clip from this episode I'm going to play for you, but it goes on for over a minute. And the reason why it goes on and on is because Opie is laughing at his own joke. Of course. He's talking to this guy. I think I remember this episode. I don't remember who the guy is, but he's got a guest on who discovered that his wife was cheating on him with like the door cam doorbell cam or something like that all right and so uh opie has a sick one-liner and loses their minds over it it's opie radio one two three she was out working one night and i got home out of a off a gig early and our uh place where we lived the television you know somebody rings the bell downstairs you know to get in the building and you could turn this channel on the tv and you'd be able to see who was at the door so uh i sometimes for fun would just kind of go up and down the the dials just to see who's walking by the tv and i or the door and I, i i'm doing that and i catch her and this guy right on the thing and then the two of them just start making out right in front of my fucking door Oh. So, uh, how hard did you get? Oh, I was. 
I walked right into that one. Someone call a doctor. You're dead, man. You're dead. Go check him. He's dead. I don't even want to look at Robert. Right You're dead. My man is dead. I thought this was a quick comedy hit. It's still funny. Hold on. And there they were. How hard you get? And that's why Carl Ruiz was Opie's best friend. Mm. Because Carl pretended that it was hilarious. Yo, he did, man. Yo, he did. What the <laughs> fuck was that? It wasn't even funny. No. His How wife was cheating get? on him. Why would he have a boner? <laughs> and they're making out. Yeah, what right. is he watching? Yeah. Hugging and kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Gave her a nice card for her birthday. Whoa! How hard did you get for that? They were holding hands. Did you come all over the place? You must have. (laughs) He complimented her hair. Holy shit. All right. She finished twice that day. All right. I hope a producer put that together instead of Opie, just to like troll Opie. To embarrass him. Well, it worked. (laughs) If uh, If that was the plan, it worked. All right. We do have a hard out to them. We're moving quickly. And I've been teasing this the last couple episodes. The free water episode that Patrick Michael put together, he was ragging on Hack Ride. So we brought on Hack Ride to discuss that. But there were other things going on in that episode that we have to address. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. All right. Pat Oates. We've talked about Patrick Michael, Patty Seacus, Patty Broken Skull with you before, right? Yes. Okay, good. I thought so. So this is the guy, if anyone's new to this, he's the most prolific podcaster in the history of podcasting. He's hosted more shows, more different podcasts than anyone else ever. And as soon as one becomes even remotely popular, he ditches it and moves on. But the best is that he complains that he doesn't make money. And so this episode, he's very upset with people. He's very upset with all of these people. And he's going off on Dabble Storian. Dabble Storian is a guy who befriended Stuttering John. He's gone on John's show a couple of times. He's the historian of the Dabbleverse. Obviously, that's his name is Dabble Stewart. He must know everything that's going on in the Dabbleverse. And uh, Patrick Michael thinks that he has too much time on his hands, which is rich. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Ooh. It's kind of fun. <laughs> and he explains why. You got that much time to, to do that much research where you can start a channel called Dabble Storian? Really? Really? You ain't got nothing else going on in your fucking life. And again, most of these people are fucking Australian or they're from fucking somewhere in Europe. Because guess what, guys? We What we found out, being Americans and these motherfuckers that are talking the most shit in the comments and on Twitter and on Instagram are foreign. And they don't got nothing to do. Okay? That's just the facts, dude. That's the facts. The ones that are talking the most shit are the ones that ain't got nothing to do but be on the computer. They don't have a choice to go outside and go to a park, okay? It's raining. 
USA. USA. I know nothing about the world at all. He lives in Indiana in some remote area. He's got nothing to do. And he's here blasting Australians and people who live in Europe because it's raining outside. What? Yeah. Yeah. Foreign people got nothing to do. Yeah, Yeah, I would say that's classic Patty, but I think he topped himself. He might have topped himself with that one. It's raining. (laughs) It's so nonsensical. Does he think that all of Europe is just England? Maybe that's where he's maybe that's where he's confusing things. Like it rains a lot in Europe, right? Well, (laughs) also putting this out as content, doing nothing is probably better than this. I would agree with you on that. Yes. Well, the only thing worse than being a dabble historian is being the guy who calls out a dabble historian <laughs> yeah. for being a dabble story. Yes. Right. <laughs> who is the more foolish, right? So why is Patrick, why is Patrick Michael <laughs> doing this? He brought this up. Why is he doing this? He'll explain right here. I do all this shit because I wanna. And and in most cases I don't really want to. I could give a fuck about this. Listen, I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I will do neither of those things. That's right. And I have plenty of bubble gum. <laughs> I do this because I want to. And I don't even want to. What? Who are you fighting with? Who are you arguing with? Over Himself, here? and he's losing. Yeah. All right. So this is where we left off with Patrick Michael. Because we were playing that live stream where he was trying to play music and it was all quiet and getting suppressed or something and no one could hear it. And he's like, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. No one's even watching. I'm done. I'm out of here. So this is him coming back and explaining that. But I have to keep, uh, you know, the Patreon money coming in. So I got to keep doing it. At least to this level. Right? <laughs> this level. I mean, the live stuff is fucking dead. Uh-huh. It's so boring. Like, not even the people that come into the chat are interesting anymore. <laughs> Twitter's pretty much dead. Everybody's so wrapped up in these other things now. As, as soon as the new thing comes, you, you immediately fall to the back. And I'm glad. I'm glad. But it also goes to show who was an actual fan. Right? The, all those people that came into the first fucking, you know, 25 lives that I did. Not real fans. Yeah, because you were boring. I would have kept coming back. Dick Masterson and I were in there chatting with him on one of his early lives. We were excited about it, but he doesn't do anything. He hasn't prepped anything. It's mostly dead air. And then he's blaming all of us for not enjoying his boring broadcast. (laughs) But he's also noticing that other people are changing and doing something to get listeners and viewers. Then he goes, why would I do that? You took the time to notice it. Fucking do it. Yeah. It's almost like people would rather spend their time watching something entertaining and interesting. Right. <laughs> Although I don't think he's gotten that far in his thinking no. yet. He, almost every show, he almost stumbles on the solution yes. or says it out loud and then, right. and then quickly goes, yeah. nah, it's not it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I just don't care. I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, this is some nonsense right here. And it's a little bit shameful that I don't have a larger fan base because of the. I, I know the things you guys are already following. You're following all this fake news bullshit, you're following these Tim Dillons. You know what I mean? These Nick Mullins. These guys that are fucking shills. But go ahead, man. It's all going to come crashing down eventually. And guess who's going to rise from the ashes? This guy. <laughs> Still. Zombie King forever. You know what I mean? He picked the two worst examples. Nick Mullen and Tim Dillon, first off, both hilarious and wildly entertaining. And it's either <laughs> shills. Oh, yeah. They've got full Hollywood, these two. I can tell. 
Retard. Nick Mullen does all he can to not be that. Correct. Like, he literally blew up one of the biggest Patreons ever just to restart for the hell of it. It's like, he, he started a new show with his goofball buddy trying to make his goofball buddy the star, knowing that it right. would be a hilarious experiment. He's not trying to be rich and famous. And Pat, I don't know what point Patty's trying to make. He's just like, but you guys just want to go and watch Tim Dillon with his constant flow of amazing content and Nick yeah. Mullen. You don't want to pay attention to me, but you'll be back. Yeah, he says it's all going to come crashing down. When and why? Yeah, I know, right? What, what's going to happen? Any sense. You'll be too entertained. Well, and he will rise from the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> the funny part about this is he's, he said it was shameful. It's shameful that people aren't paying attention to him anymore or following him. We've given him so many chances to build things, and he squanders it every time. He had that one channel that was up to close to 1,000 subs, and then as soon as that happened, he started up his Bread Scar Wheat Club. When I messaged Hackride and said, hey, Patty's talking all sorts of shit about you. Do you want to come on the show? He messaged me back 30 minutes later and goes, where do I find this thing? Like, no one knows where you are, Patrick Michael. You keep hiding from us. You keep running away. You stick Do he and Stuttering John know each other? Um, he knows of Stuttering John, but they don't know each they other. They need to be a team. I agree. The two of them rising from the ashes, the two of them going against everyone, it would be amazing. They could both argue with themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, be a fun shameful. matchup. That would be fun. <laughs> so he, he does want to quit. He wants to quit doing this. But I want to quit. I really just don't want to do this shit anymore. I really, really do. Too, that'd be easy. Like, I've had a lot of epiphanies throughout podcasting telling me that I should. I don't want to get too nitpicky, but a lot of epiphanies. Like, isn't it an so epiphany, like, kind of a once in a, you know what I mean? Like, maybe once a decade, you're like, oh, shit, now I got it. This guy's happening every day, a couple times a day for him. Haley Comet comes every week for him. Another solar eclipse, whatever. Boring. <laughs> you know, focus my energy somewhere else. Do this other thing, you know. And yet I still come back because... There's a group of you that are necessary to hear my voice and my thoughts. What? For whatever reason. There's a group of you that are necessary to hear my voice and my thoughts. Yeah. That's not a sentence, is it? Dude, if he's not John, I'm leaving. I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, right. You, some of you need me. They're the not, same stop, guy. Stop, stop threatening <laughs> us. Don't threaten yeah. me with leaving again, Patty. <laughs> Picturing them teamed up is really intriguing. And I think Cardiff holds the record for longest friendship with John in the Dabbleverse. Sure. Not to make this about John. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think But that Joey Pat- C is greatest friendship. I- I'm sorry. Oh, that yeah. was my favorite buddy movie. I only had one episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. That crash and burned, but it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. I'm going to the house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Come to my house. I don't want to drive that far. I forgot about that. <laughs> but I think Patty Seacups, uh Puke Water, whatever, would beat Cardiff's record. So that's my point. Oh, yeah. if, if they befriended each other? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. He doesn't seem to keep friends with anyone. No, I'm saying he would beat Cardiff's record of three weeks. <laughs> in fact, you just set up this clip because for some reason at the end of this episode, he starts shitting on his former co-hosts. He's not naming names, but he knows exactly who he's talking about here. If only we could say that about all my co-hosts, right? <laughs> if only we could say once they stopped doing a podcast with me, they, they went off to do better things. I probably would quit. But that's not the case. They went off to do nothing. They went off to just 
post on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> like, that's what it's... It's devolved to that. You guys did have a place where you could share your opinions and thoughts with an audience, with your voice, with some authenticity. Now you're just like, yeah, I lost 45 pounds, and I make sweaters. Cool. <laughs> cool. That's gonna uh, that's gonna do it for me. Thank you. I've never heard him take that angle before, where he's like, "I gave these guys a platform, I made them stars, and they abandoned me." No one was listening to your show. They got bored of it and quit for very good reasons. Yes. <laughs> it's like you ruined podcasting for them. Yeah, right. <laughs> it makes it sound like they couldn't do that anywhere else. No shit. Yeah. I gave no, you a forum to share your thoughts and ideas. Yeah, yeah. That's the only place. And now you're do just it. on social media sharing your thoughts and ideas. <laughs> In that form. And you're doing well, like losing weight and learning a hobby. <laughs> I, is Trey Peacock making sweaters? I got to look into this. Yeah, now. that I, sounded very... Uh, I want to know who he's motherfucking yeah, with Very that. specific. That's very funny. <laughs> All right, so Patrick Michael wants to go away, but he's making money from his Patreon. And so he's going to plug the Patreon. This is where he's making his money. Now, remember, he used to do those ad reads... Oh, shit. What's the name of that platform he was on? Anchor. Anchor.fm. Yeah. Thank you. Good call. And every episode, he'd start off with his Anchor.fm ad read. It doesn't matter if you have any listeners at all. You can make money podcasting. Makes no sense. Want to be rich like me? Yeah. Apparently, that business model didn't work out because Anchor's gone. So now this is all Patty has. Before, I was making money through Spotify. Now... The only money I get from podcasting whatsoever is Patreon. The only monetization I have for anything is Patreon. So whether it's my music, my podcasting, my true crime stuff, my ghost stories, <laughs> all that stuff is supported under the patreon.com slash podculture link. Okay? So whether you're one of these people that hates just listening to free water and the stupid shit I talk about here, but you like the creepy stories, YouTube channels, great job, awesome, whatever that is. We love it all. Fucking sign up for the Patreon and stick around. Stick around. Because the takeover's begun. Oh, all right. He's doing something. Things are happening, I see what it sounds like. So he's up to 24 people on his Patreon right now. I'm blocked. I'm blocked again. I don't know why. I didn't do anything to him, but he's up to 24. So that's pretty good. So that seems like his only income outside of whatever help he's getting from government agencies for that. Are they real fans? What do you think? Or is it 24 people that follow you that are in there to tell you stuff? Probably more the latter. <laughs> Probably more the latter. I don't want to get blocked by him. I don't want to out these no, people, I'm but. I love the fact that he has so few people watching him. And he's like, now I know there's a bunch of you who just like it when I do this thing. And then there's some of you who just want me to do that thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. We love everything that you do. It's all great. And yeah. actually, I have some really can't good news. can't just do ghost stories. No, you can't just do ghost stories. But we love it when you do. And I, I do have some good news because he is starting up something new. And so I'll, I'll tease that. But first, I want to fast forward to the sales pitch. So we just said, go to patreon.com slash podculture. Sign up there. You get all the content. And I always love when he explains, he tells people how to spend their money. I always think that's a good, good thing to do while you're selling something. But guys, I do love the support. But support the things you love. Don't do it out of fucking irony. Hey, here's $5 for Stuttering John because it would be funny to give Stuttering John money to keep him going. If that's what you think, it'd be funny to give me money to keep me going. It'd be hilarious. I would laugh all the way to the bank every time. 
You know what I mean? So Patty is one of these guys. Because right now, John, the way that John makes a living is by reading insults. Mm-hmm. He sits on his show. I was watching him again yesterday. He gets on and he just reads people in solitude. He goes, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. I'll fight with him a little bit or something. So I can imagine. So Patty's seeing this and he's going, guys, insult me. Give me money. Insult me. That would last a half an episode and he would rage right. quit. Yep. Fuck you all. Never worked. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. John actually has a, a longer fuse than Patty. <laughs> John, John knows what's going on here. He has no choice. Yeah. Whereas Patty still thinks that he's an upper cover and the haters are, are idiots and don't know what they're talking about. Hmm. When someone hates you, but won't even pay to hate you. That's the worst. You know yeah, right. <laughs> that's where he's at right now. It's like, I, I know you guys think I'm a, a loser. I mean, why aren't you giving me five bucks a month? Which, yeah. by the way, if you enjoy Patrick Michael, I think you should sign up for his pod culture Patreon. I'd love to see. I'd love to see him become successful. I mean, yeah. Pat, you know this. He was offered to go on the Anthony Cumia show. He's been offered to go on Dick Masterson's show. We've been doing nothing but giving him opportunity. I say we as the royal we. Giving him opportunities to build a bigger audience, to get his name out there, and he just refuses to do it. I would love to see how he reacted to actual success. Oh, yeah. Or at least for a month. Can yeah. everybody just subscribe for one month and right. at the same time all pull out? Oh, and just watch him feel so it builds up. Like, just for Christmas season, do it big. January 1st, pull all that shit back and watch it destroy. It's so mean because I, I can see him going out and buying a new car. Yeah. He's like, he's like oh, this crazy <laughs> train will never end. He's got a fur sink. <laughs> he's got a house right next to Chad Zumok now. He's like, yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, real quick, this is a clip that's neither here nor there. Just some sick burns. I don't know who he's burning with these sick burns. I don't think he knows either, but it's pretty good. I bet some of these guys wear gloves while they drive. Oh, yeah. You know, the same guy that tucks his fucking shirt in. (laughs) I get it. You're old. But have some goddamn (laughs) style. You know what I mean? Have something worth listening to. Maybe he wants Untuck It to sponsor the show. Maybe that's what he's going for. <laughs> you wear gloves while you drive and tuck your shirt in. Have some style. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> this is the guy with gauges in his ears. <laughs> but where's he seeing this guy that's annoying him? <laughs> Fuck you with your gloves and, your t- and you're not hanging around your crotch. <laughs> Jody B just posted a photo of him driving with gloves on. <laughs> he did that quick, too. Wow. I guess I know he's talking yeah, about Jody ain't now. tucked in. That's Jody's good never tucking in. <laughs> I'm talking about him, that's for sure. Okay, so this is the big announcement. He's excited. He found a subreddit he's super stoked about, and he's starting a YouTube channel. So I start exploring. Because I had already started the Last House in the Woods YouTube channel, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, man. Hold on a second. I got to stop it right there. He started a Last House in the Woods YouTube channel without knowing why he was starting it. What did you say? I'll ask you, Pat. Before you start a YouTube channel, he already has a bunch of them. Wouldn't you know what you wanted to do with it? Well, when the idea is hot, sometimes you just jump on <laughs> it. You yeah. know what I mean? So many people have been Googling House in the Woods. It's like, I need to own this. <laughs> Last House in the Woods, what does that even mean? Does it mean there's no other house? There used to be houses in the woods, but this is the only one that's still there. Does it mean you're driving through the woods? It's the last one you see. 
What the? F- it doesn't mean anything. The trees grew very fast. <laughs> the last house in the woods. Yeah, it sounds like another ghost story. Maybe he's getting well, a ghost story channel going. It does sound like that. But because he started before knowing what he wanted to do and then discovered what he wanted to do afterwards, something completely different. Because I had already started the Last House in the Woods YouTube channel, but I didn't know what I wanted to do, man. It's about flipping Doing houses. anything with video also is so much extra work than simply audio. So when it comes to true crime, you also have to add in the fact that, yes, the, the video parts are hard. And then even if you don't do the video part, you need to have references to it in your video. So say I'm talking about Maine, I should have a photo of Maine in the video because people don't know what the fuck Maine looks like, I guess. I don't know. But it is that much more work, even if you're not showing your face. So I didn't know what to do. Confused. And I didn't... I wasn't sure what to... What kind of content to put on the channel. Okay. So, what he describes is someone turned him on to the subreddit called Slash Confessions. And people go on there and they confess to things that they want to be anonymous on. And so what Patty has decided is that I can use these stories and turn them into videos. And so he explains that here. I find a story about uh, a, a female, a younger female who's, you know, she's into some weird shit and her dad finds it. Um, I actually reported, I read this story on one of the videos where a kid who had been sent to his room a lot when he was younger used to piss and shit down the vent (laughs) okay so my stories aren't just like hey i found a severed head (laughs) you know it's it's more like hey this is weird basically what i'm doing is i'm taking these stories from these people who had the intention of no one ever hearing these stories and and putting it on a grand stage no you have 14 subscribers to your channel these people are posting it on a subreddit where people are going to see it he goes i'm taking these stories they thought no one would ever see they're the ones who wrote it on the internet dummy that's not what you're doing at all and I would watch if he had the severed head video. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. That's the one that sounds exciting. Yeah, he wants to talk about pissing shit down a vent. That's fun. Yeah, that's though. gross. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take a look and see where he's at with this uh, channel because I'm excited about it. I know you guys are laughing. Not me. I'm, I'm stoked. He used to shit and piss down the vent. Here's a picture of Maine. <laughs> 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 That's what he should do. Just keep showing a picture of Maine every time. <laughs> so last house in the woods and someone astutely put in our chat just now that it's a combination of last house or last house on the left. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And cabin, cabin in the woods. In the woods yeah. yeah. Which is just nonsense, but that's Patty for you. So here he's got this channel. Oh, someone just subscribed. He's up to 15. It went from 14 to 15. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at it. That's great. And let's take a look at the videos he's got up here. It looks like he's uh, following through with this. Even just a day ago, he posted uh, a new video. Some of these so, look spooky. Yeah, it's him reading And generic, stories. like a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. Well, well, we'll be checking out that, and uh, we'll definitely subscribe. Ignore the fact that it says subscribe out there. That I haven't subscribed yet, but we definitely will. Even the picture of the house sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, not great. It doesn't look like it's in the woods at all. It's, it's, just, not, it's, yeah. it's a suburb. It's not selling me. It's not selling no. me at all. All right. 
So we're doing a special Friday show. We're doing Point Dabble Point live today at 4 o'clock. So we're going to uh, wrap things up here. But first, I want to talk about what we accomplished today. Okay. A lot. Yeah. We found out about these gay chubby chasers, a category I was not aware of. And gay people do everything to the extreme. So it can't just be a guy who could lose 20. No. It's got to be the biggest fat person you've ever seen. A guy who, if you tried to fuck him in the ass, you'd never actually get to his asshole. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which actually, I guess it's not gay then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be gay. And I, <laughs> I ended up just hogging him from behind. <laughs> he needed a high look anyway, so it was fine. <laughs> We talked about uh, Rock Bottom with Ray DeVito talking about his guests being out of shape. Opie has some really hot takes on smoking sections in restaurants. <laughs> really good stuff. I, I also had a package. Maybe I'll play it later. That time's kind of passed a little bit. He put up five videos about Bill Burr mm. because of the stupid quick video where his wife was flicking off Trump. Yeah. Which got way more publicity than it should have. But o- Opie seizes this. Puts together this stupid take on Bill Burr and turns it into five different videos on his channel. Jesus. So ridiculous. Uh, Patty Seacups is going to return out of the ashes. He's the savior we don't deserve, but we all need. So looking forward to that. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The this is the part of the show where we tease what we'll be doing on the next episode of WATP. And this past Wednesday, I was experimenting. We tried something different. We've been having Lucy Tightbox and Andy Q Public over on Wednesdays to record. And I thought, why not have a little competition? We'll pick a podcast category. They can find the worst podcast. We'll let people vote. Lucy complained about it endlessly. Yeah, Every chance she got, she complained about this assignment. And I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't do that again. But she fucking got 59% of the vote on Patreon, <laughs> almost 50% on Reddit, and 40% on Twitter. So she won by a landslide. Yeah. Lucy Tightbox won the competition. So for that reason, fuck you, Lucy Tightbox. We're doing it again. The category <laughs> is TV and film. Find the worst TV and film podcast. Bring that. Present it. We'll let people vote. I think the problem is both Andy and I found shows that we found kind of entertaining. Yeah. We, we were actually like kind of enthralled and laughing along with them a few times. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to win with this. <laughs> this whore has huge tits. So it's gonna <laughs> I fucked up the assignment, damn it. But Lucy did not fuck up the assignment. She found a good one. So good job on that. That's what we'll be doing next time. Pat, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today on a Friday afternoon. You're the no, best. Thank you guys buddy. for having me. I mean, it's always fun. So Yes, for sure. We'll have you back again. If you can come back again, people should check out your podcast, POS. Pat Ocho. Yeah, Jody B, who won't stop messaging you, was on my last episode, so go oh, check him out. Excellent. Yeah, I caught some of that. That was cool. good. I'll definitely check that out. And then uh, your YouTube channel is at Pat Oates. And that's yep, nice and simple. Yes. It, I'm changing the last Pat Oates in the woods. It'll be there soon, but for now, <laughs> yeah. it's just Pat Oates. Yeah, Pat's got too many subscribers. He's got to move on to a, a different channel now. But people should uh, definitely check that out and give you a sub. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything, and it means a lot for uh, our buddy Pat, who always brings it. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Dude, thank you so much. I'm going to play voicemails. I'll let you uh, skedaddle. All right, guys. See you later. Thank you, buddy. Always great to talk to Pat Oates. All right, let's get through some voicemails. Like I said, we got to uh, hop off a little bit early today. 
But we got some interesting things coming in. For example, one of Stuttering John's students reached out. Oh, it's about time. Hi, this message is for Carla Sheberger. Uh, my name is Natty, and I am still a senior at Canoga Park High School. You see, I was supposed to graduate in May, but my grades are still pending from Stuttering John's advanced algebra class. Um, I understand that you two might have some connection. Um, just wanted to see if you spotted him at the bar in Florida. Could you see if he can submit my final grade? Um, maybe my exam is under his kitty litter box. Um, I'd super chat him, but he blocked me because he's a pussy. <laughs> All right, well, we'll do what we can for you. It's probably next to his uh, Mensa membership card, his sag after membership card. He's always looking around at the floor for it. It's around here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. My, my brothers, the Germans, are not happy with me lately. Were they all called in? One of them did, oh. representing the entire country. Okay. And the whole, the whole nation and uh, nationality. Hello, Carl. This is a German fan. I am not happy about the amount of Mexican friends that you seem to have. I think you are forgetting about your fatherland. This must be corrected. On the other hand, I quite like this Lucy Tightbox. She is quite a charming merchant. So for the time being, I pardon you. See you at the meeting. Tschüss. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to let you down. <laughs> Gary in San Diego calling into the show. He's got an update. Hey, Carl. Gary in uh, San Diego. Well, I don't know if you heard John's Wednesday show, but he up the threat level again. He says if he ever runs into you in Florida in a restaurant, finish your meal. Don't look at him because he's just saying who knows what's going to happen. And don't offer to buy him a drink because he's going to turn it down. Now, that's the one lie that he really said. Because if you did offer him a drink, he'd accept it and want to shake your hand. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, then he said, and you just heard my analysis, so send me a super chat. What's the chance, chances of you sending him some super chat money? Anyway, watch your back. If you ever see him, I swear, he's going to put a knife in your back. Uh, <laughs> rock and roll. Why are you laughing about that? I don't know. Who side are you on, Gary, in San Diego? Jeez Louise. Hey, Carl, this is Matt from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, I've been listening to the show for a while now. Um, I only listen to the podcast at work. And just recently, I decided to actually watch Stuttering John. And, oh, my God, I get it. He is so fucking disgusting. His fat fucking face and his stupid fucking New York accent. Ugh. Anyways, Vinny's fat and go Lions. Go Lions, my new team. Yeah, John is very repulsive. He looks more like a potato than Cardiff. Yeah, I know. And he likes to make fun of Vinny. He's calling him Moonhead or something now. Mm -hmm. The shape of John's head is not normal at all. It's very bizarre what's happening to him because it looks like his jowls and his cheeks are growing out. His ears are growing in. So he's got this weird, uh, it's almost like a figure eight. Yeah, I sent you it. some fan art. I think it's from Ghost uh -huh. where they're making the pottery on yes. the pottery wheel and, yes. but it's john's face on the wheel that's what his fucking head looks like and he's in low res if he does ever get a new computer which every fucking show 
every time his computer shits the bed halfway through or at some point and he goes oh i gotta bring this to the shop the no shop. just get a new computer john it's put old. it up on the hydraulics <laughs> no it's it's old you gotta get a new computer and you got to invest the money with Streamyard. you have to pay extra money to get 1080p mm. i for a long time i didn't do that i'm so glad i finally did get the 1080p john you look like shit it's terrible <laughs> all right someone heard uh, something i said and it was giving me a little props here hmm Carl saying that his family is from Argentina was probably the funniest part of this last episode, and it just went by unnoticed, and I just feel like I had to call it out. Thank you very much. I thought that was also fun. Because my family's Nazis, get it? God damn it. See, this is what, when you're with Lucy Typebox and Trucker Andy, you got to explain everything to them. <laughs> you don't know fucking history. Explaining it does not make it any funnier. <laughs> Holy shit, he does have frosted tips. What a fat. <laughs> what the? F- you get over here, motherfucker. There's no frosted tips. What the fuck with that? I don't like that rumor going around. When John was calling me gay, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But frosted tips. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, <"Wee." laughs> I'm like, get over here, you. I'm going to tickle, tickle fight. <laughs> oh, come on, quit it. Hey, stop, stop, stop it. <laughs> I wish I wish you were still doing the um deep fake the deep fake video. Yeah. Just, just me tickling Suttering Jack. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make me shit. <laughs> All right. I got real controversial on the last episode. And so we got some calls on this. Mm. Flour versus corn tortillas. Oh boy. I know. This is a big debate. It is funny how we're making fun of these guys are talking about tacos. Then our show turned into talking about tacos. It's an interesting subject, I guess. I saw a subreddit. Uh, I think it was out there. I don't know. One of the channels I was looking for comments on. People are talking about which way they fucking point at their head. And the... I didn't know. I guess it is a big thing. All right. I never thought about it. Fair enough. Hey, uh, getting sick of you fucking people talking about how to eat tacos. The fuck is this? Anyway, I'm Mexican. And I'm telling you, Carl... Stop hating on flour tortillas, okay? You just haven't been to a good place in Mexico where the flour tortillas are fucking... Eat a fucking flour tortilla taco, bro. You know, from, from northern Mexico. Go to Rocky Point. It's a shithole. <laughs> Go over there. And I, I believe in Mexico, Mexico? You don't say. Saying like, oh, where will uh, I find uh, such place? Uh, from the jingles department. I didn't know that was your wife, fool. I was, if, I, if I had known that, I'd never said some stupid shit like that. So, my bad, bro. You're fine, buddy. Stop hating on fucking flour tacos, fool. Flour. Fucking fuck corn tortilla. That's just for fucking Indios. That's just for fucking... What? That's just for a little short... You guys in New York, you only have little midget Mexican... Like, you don't have actual Mexicans there. You have, like, little short fucking Indian apocalyptos as Mexicans. And you think those are Mexicans. That's and true. Fucking, that shit, we call those with chilangos. Those are chilangos, bro. And we, dude, fuck that shit. Fucking flour tortilla, all day tacos. And fuck these fucking lame-ass loser motherfuckers trying to, trying to make tacos impressive and shit. Like, from the left hand or the right hand. More importantly, do you do coke from the left nostril or the right nostril? <laughs> That's more important. All right, please. Sometimes you got to switch it up. Yeah. All right, so we just heard from a Mexican listener that uh, flour tortillas are superior to corn tortillas. Mm. And so normally I would say, he knows better than I do, but then I get this call. Hey, Carl, it's uh, 
uh, fucking, what's it called? One of your Mexican listeners, hey, boy, uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? I'm proud of you, man. You earned some, some cholo points. You know, you, you like the fucking, what's it called? The corn tortillas, man. It's good stuff, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. I fucking, fucking, what's it called? Uh, uh, luego. Why call me when the teapot is finally ready? Why is that the time? What the fuck was that noise going out of the backup? And it's, Oops. Um, I uh, I still think I'm right. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> this is a this is a fun voicemail. Carl, calling in with some bad news. I didn't want to be the one to tell you this, but someone has to. You have ass AIDS, and it's incurable. <laughs> Don't call me back. I didn't shit myself. My ass aids exploded. <laughs> ass aids and it's incurable. That sucks. That was actually uh, Dr. Steve. Well, he broke it to you nicely. <laughs> yeah, he's good bedside manner. All right, last one. Gary in San Diego again. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, I'm in another quandary and I need some advice. Expert advice, actually. And you're the man to give it to me. Yep. Uh, lately, John's been talking about his exploding, bleeding hemorrhoids. Yeah. And I'm wondering, do you think that's going to endear him to Hollywood casting agents or comedy club owners? No. Is that going to get him a lot of gigs? All that discussion about bleeding hemorrhoids? Anyway, get back with me. I look forward to your answer. Um, rock and rolla. No, a lot of Hollywood is networking and lunches and dinners and golf courses. And no one wants to hang out with someone with bleeding hemorrhoids coming out of their ass and actually seeping through their jeans, through their Levi's. It's Which not, is difficult to achieve. It's impressive. Don't I've get me I've wrong. I've tried. <laughs> it's impressive, but Jesus Christ, he's the worst. All right. Producer Chris. Yes. We've done it all. We have. Okay, bye. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Are we done here? I think we are. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's a- over. <laughs> that was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. Bye. bye. A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Oh. <laughs> His mom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>